We have got a major find here. This guy is our ticket to fame and popularity. All we got to do is get him enrolled in school, and he'll help us become popular. Oh, that's, that's harsh. We'll make him famous. We'll teach him some stupid pet tricks and get him on Letterman. <laughs> You're wasting off his gig. Oh, please. He's a caveman, for God's sakes. I mean, look at him. He's practically a monkey. We found him. We can do whatever we want with him. We, 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 no, 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 you, you, you. I just want to be his friend. I'd sell him for money. <laughs> you would sell him yeah. to science or just like to maybe National Enquirer, TMZ? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like having him as an escort or something, you know, like <laughs> escorting a Not caveman. Not sell him out. I mean, sell his body well, to science. Well, really, in, in more than one way. Be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Have a night with Brendan Fraser. I mean, he is great. See. <laughs> You could wheeze the juice that way. You could wheeze Never the juice. Never wheeze the juice. So, <laughs> welcome back. This is the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew. As always, I am joined by my caveman partner, uh, Mr. Badway. Uh, shush! <laughs> What's going on, Badway? Pretty good. This is episode 64 of the Last Row Podcast. Our website is thelastrowpodcast.com. We are on Twitter at the Last Row Pod, Facebook.com slash the Last Row Pod, Google Plus. Head out to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star review. Got another one this week. We are dangerously dangerously close hit the buzzer to this use your peepers and your nubs (laughs) give us a good shout get some grindage give us some grindage man dangerously close to that split i'm ready i'm ready for it you know i'm I'm practicing i'm not i'm ready (laughs) i'm gonna die (laughs) i'm gonna die so it's encino man 1992 drew do you have any experience with the Cedo Man as a kid? I watched this movie a lot. It's a PG movie, right? Should probably not be PG, looking back on it, but... Uh, PG-92 PG. I definitely yeah. watched this a lot growing up. So 1992, it's a teen film, a comedy, a caveman movie. It's not a caveman movie. It's, who, it's, who put that? It's kind of a caveman yeah. movie. What is it? It's, it's, it's is a it, friendship movie. It's a friendship movie, yeah. But it's it's actually not a friendship movie. It's no. how to sell out your friends. Yeah. It's how to not be a good friend. How to movie. not be a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. Directed by Les Mayfield. Is that short for Lester? Lester Mayfield. Or Leslie. Leslie Mayfield. That sounds Do you know, like uh, a... He directed one of like my underrated all-time favorite movies, Blue Streak. Blue Streak is, is the ultimate directed. Cinemax HBO movie. He also directed Flubber. Yeah. I, actually, you know, I've never seen Flubber. Yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> it's Robin Williams. Yeah, you just skip it. Uh, IMDb 5.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes 16%. Too low. Too low. Way too low. Way too low. <laughs> Way too low. <laughs> California T. Dave Morgan has a more boring name than Dave Morgan. David Morgan is digging a pit for a pool in his backyard. We got we have thoughts on the pit later. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. When he happens upon a frozen caveman and a block of ice, aided by his goofy friend Stody, Dave transports their discovery to his garage where Neanderthal thaws. Is that like disrespectful? It's I don't know. Yeah, but they're not around, so you could say the word, I guess. I feel if like it's around, like the caveman Edward. You should be saying yeah, Neanderthal. It's a bad word. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you know, caveman walked in here today, we called him Neanderthal. What's what's the right word? Well, Homo like, erectus. They called they called John Spartan a Neanderthal and Demolition Man, and I yeah. thought it was cra- it has crazy connotations in that movie. <laughs> That's true. But Total. he was alive though. These, I mean, he, they were talking about Neanderthal as like a historic person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't probably know. you shouldn't. say you it. You shouldn't say it, no matter no matter what the connotation, no matter what the context. <laughs> you it's probably just a, shouldn't. It's say a forbidden it. word, in my opinion. <laughs> when David Stoney find the living. 
and thoroughly bewildered caveman, they attempt to pass him off as a foreign exchange student named Link, resulting in many misadventures. This is after The Legend of Zelda, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. What was that, like 89? Yeah, he's the second Link. So he's the second Link. The he's, second most famous Link. He's the missing Link, but he's the yeah. second most famous. Well, I don't know, he's the most famous Link to me. I don't really play Zelda. When they so. said, oh, we'll call him Link... At first, when I was a kid, I thought they were talking about Zelda. You were talking about the video games? the Missing Link, because I was, what, 1992? I was pretty young. I didn't yeah. really get it. A link to the past. I did not get it. There's a couple of taglines for this movie. You want to rate them? Sure. I'll give you the first one. Where the Stone Age meets the Rock Age. Is the 90s the Rock Age? Is that I what they're getting at there? I mean, he was dancing to some metal music, I guess. There's a lot the, of metal music. Well, not metal music, but like... I like the soundtrack. California butt rock. I don't know. <laughs> butt rock. <laughs> I guess you could call it butt rock. Yeah. I didn't know what those bands it's were. It's not bad, but I don't I wouldn't call the nineties the rock age. Like that's kind of weird. This one's certainly lacking Reaching. on the tagline department. I'll give you a second one. Maybe you can think of a better one by right. the end of the show. But the, the second one, a chillin' new comedy in full Neander vision. There you go. It with doesn't even make sense. They just made a word. It doesn't they just made a word. No, F plus. You nope. you need to think of a better one because we need the creative minds at work on this. They're they're really severe. I'm gonna think lacking. of a better one by the end of the movie. They're severely lacking. At the end of the podcast, I'll, I'll think of a better one. Don't worry so about that. Talk a little bit about the budget. $7.5 million. That's it. In 1992. That's it. What, what do you... What, let's go through this. What did they spend the money on, right? So this is 1992. Yeah. 7.5 is it's a decent amount, but I feel like movies back then, they're costing like $20 million to make, maybe, minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it made it made forty back, so it, it did well. Okay, so they spent money on a hole in the ground? They probably right? rented a school. Rent to the school. Well, how much? How much does a hole in the ground? They dug it probably for like, I don't know. Rent the bulldozer, or they, or what if they really had Sean no, Astin just think, digging it? I think <laughs> if you really, if you really want to make the movie right, they need to have Sean Astin and Paul. You know, Paulie Shore's not digging that hole. Yeah, he's just gonna sit there and sip some lemonade. He's got ropey arms, man. They I don't know. <laughs> ropey arms. What if they had Sean Astin like from scratch start digging that hole? It's like get the work, kid. No wonder he was so pissy the whole movie. <laughs> he's just digging a hole the whole yeah. time. How much does it cost to rent a school? I don't know, man. For like, you know, they were in there for like five seeds. Yeah, that's you true. Know, science lab. I think there was no special effects to be had in this. No. There's like a fog machine maybe. For so, like, so how much does like, you know, like you go to the store and you buy ice. There's like, like a 20 pound bag for, yeah. like, five, for like five, five bucks, it? five, six bucks. Yeah. So they, how about how much is that big block there? Like extrapolate that. So that's probably like 60 bucks. Maybe 60 yeah. to 100, I guess. <laughs> you know, maybe they had Brendan Fraser lay in a tub and just frozen. When they wasted the Slurpee, what he was wheezing the juice, like that's like that's at that's least like, three bucks. That's like 350, right? Back then, probably that's at least three bucks. It wasn't uh, like the big gulp. Uh, Blades, the skating rink. Ice time is expensive. I mean, man. ice time is expensive. So. I, I would venture to believe that the biggest expense they spent on this entire movie was <laughs> renting that hockey rink. <laughs> Because, I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. Ice time is not cheap. It's hard to get. Yeah. Really, that's it. Like, they did not spend money on this movie. They, the they had makeup, a lot of montages. Maybe the makeup. No, the special effect, what it was, the car driving on its side. Yeah, they, that's they it. They made the rig yeah. for the car to drive on its side, that's maybe. It. And that's yeah. probably it. That's it. If it wasn't for that, they would have made the movie for about 300 bucks. And they went to a museum. So, I don't know. Was it like 30 people? What does it cost? Maybe it was a free museum. Oh, those are free, like, man. Those I don't are free. Know. In New York, they are, right? Well, but I don't know. Or DC, they are. But maybe it was like five bucks yeah. a person. Sure. So, I don't know how they made this seven and a half million to make this. I was, was, maybe it, was somebody... it all Pauly Shore? Pauly Shore probably Did they just spend the money on Pauly Shore? Wasn't this one of Brendan Fraser's first movies? Yeah, like so nobody knew who Brent Fraser was. He probably didn't yeah. get paid very much sure. out of this, I'm, I'm sure. Was this pre-Rudy or post-Rudy? I think it's pre-Rudy. Think it's pre-Rudy. Pre-Rudy, but, yeah. but barely. 
It's yeah. barely pre Rudy. So he's he's still up and coming. Pre what is he? Is he he's got he's a lord of Subrig, right? Is he is he Bilbo Baggins? Who's no, this guy? not yet. No, that's like Who is he? that's like fifteen years is, later. Is that his name? Samwise Gamgee. Sam what Sam what now? Samwise Gamgee, bad way. Samwise Gamgee. Lord of the Rings. Is that like one word or is that like Samwise? Sam uh Samwise is one word. Sam space or oh, Samwise no, Sam Space Gamgee. Gamgee. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell he fell asleep in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> like, I don't think he, he didn't like that. Didn't get past the menu, Drew. Didn't get past the menu. There are no awards to be had for this movie. They didn't win any awards. They won a Teen Choice Award. You know yeah. what? The MTV Awards didn't exist, did they? Yeah. Well, Pauly Shore is disqualified because he was a VJ, wasn't he? He was a VJ. He so was. So it's like... So you're not allowed. But maybe yeah. maybe he would be allowed because it's like they're pumping their own product, like WWE yeah. making movies. Yeah, of course. Like with John Cena and all these I don't guys. Know, like I bet Bill Bellamy won like an MTV award for <laughs> any given Sunday or something. Dan Cortez <laughs> won something. Who was your favorite MTV VJ? Oh, man. I, I loved like Dan Cortez. Dan Cortez that with, he was with in. the sports show and then the Rock and Jock. Oh, Rock and Jock. So good. Rock and yeah. Jock basketball is it's criminally missed. Yeah. With they the should bring that back. With 25 foot rib. And the hot spots, like the actual hot spots, like I looked forward to watching that. Like the softball game was not as good, and then the flag football game was not as good. But I think they edited it well. They did. They edited it well. But you're talking about we're talking about '90s. Is everything? This movie epitomizes the '90s, doesn't it? Like from the lingo to everything. Like Rock and they should have just had a basketball game with Rock and Jock in here. Like it would have made the movie even better. Were you uh, Were you a Carson Daly fan? I mean, we we went to we went to high school at junior high and high school right at the like the peak of TRL. No, so you still you rebelled against Carson. I thought the guy was a tool. Yeah, but like he kind of like was a chameleon. He adapted to whatever guest was on. That's what I didn't like about him. But you know, at the same point, he could have an easy easy flow conversation with anyone. He was fine. Like he still got a late night show, but it's like like two a.m. or something, right? Like they gave him like the butt of the the late night. Thing. He's, yeah, like I think something. he's like fine at that spot. I don't know, man. I don't. I'm not really down with like the dudes trying to wear black nail polish, yeah. like on a couple nails. That he just wore it on like two nails, right? It was so weird, weird. Yeah, I don't know what what he was doing. It was there. like a statement, yeah. I guess. But I don't know. It's I give this award favorite movie of 1992. Yeah. If if I had to be honest, like I don't know, I actually didn't look at the list. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely uh, up there. Favorite movie of '92. Favorite movie award of 1992. Of 1992 yeah. of the Last Row Podcast. The Drewbies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Let's just jump right into the characters because I don't know the best way to tackle this. It, it just makes sense. It's let's, just a caveman movie. Let's get it all. Let's start let's with go. the the actual caveman himself, Dave Morgan, because you know he was just not a good friend. Bad way. No. Like kind of a tool. No, he had no friend skills, and that's why he had no friends. Is he secretly the villain of this movie? He's absolutely the villain of this movie. Now, like, he tries to be cool at all costs, but it's like, it's over, man. He's a senior in high school. The prom's coming. It's like, it's already over. Just just get on with your life and yeah. go to college. And you be, can, someone, be someone else. Yeah, reinvent yourself then. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of Matthew Kidman when he was, like, you know, just <laughs> trying to have one, one good time. Like, yeah. my name is Matthew Kidman. He... From from the girl next door, shameless plug, one of our earlier episodes, lastwordpodcast.com. He just had no life, right? And I'm fine with like, he doesn't need to be popular. I don't know what his yeah. obsession with being popular was. Like, like I'm going to dig a hole in the backyard. I'm going to make a pool so that people can come over after prom and hang out. He was delusional, Drew. I it, mean, he was delusional about this girl he loved. He was delusional about the fact that he was going to finish this pool. He was delusional about how he was going to show the cavemen to the world. Have you have you ever tried to dig a hole? Just in general, I feel like I would get three three scoops in and I'd just quit. Have you like planted something? You know what I mean. Like you get, yeah. I'm saying, go to Home Depot, yeah. get a shovel, and try to shovel in the ground in Pennsylvania here. Yeah, 
Like it's so much harder than you think because yeah, you so, hit rocks. So we're gonna halt this right now. Halt the movie. We're just gonna talk about this pool. All right. Yeah, we need to. So <laughs> to. the pool was like pretty. It was pretty well into like the the journey, right? Yes. So how long do you think that took? I feel when like did the he whole start year. This? He he started in like August. Let's pretend that this movie takes place in I don't know. It's got to be May, March, right? April. Yeah. Well, it's got to be around that time because the prom. Yeah. I think he was digging since April or since August. You think he, since. The pat because he summer. probably thought, okay. man, next year I'm going to be a senior. I gotta have this sweet pool. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have this thing. It's, it's beautiful weather all year. There's round. more to building a pool than digging a hole in your backyard, Drew. If you notice at the end of the movie, they just filled the mud pit with water. Yeah, like disgusting. So let me, let me ask you this. All right. So in all the costs of building a pool, right? How much of that expense is the actual digging? Probably the least, right? Well, I mean, if you have to bring in a backhoe or something, maybe the yeah, equipment still, rental right, is yeah, expensive. That thing, you could have rented a backhoe for 30 minutes and done, <laughs> made as much progress as he made from August yeah. to, to April. Could have right? got a bobcat, yeah. you know? Go get one of those things. <laughs> bobcat! <laughs> Speaking of 90s guys. What, no. But what I don't understand is, like, if you're the parents of this kid, are you just like... Because they seem so, like, blasé. They just didn't give a crap about they, anything, they, right? They just... They, they had no idea that they let this quote-unquote forward exchange student yeah. in their house. They're not paying attention to Rudy. They're not paying attention. I mean, he's digging a hole in their backyard. Like, did he ask them? Or is he the type of guy to just go get a shovel from Home Depot with no, his allowance? If, if I'm the dad, if I'm the owner of that home, and my kid is just making a mess of my backyard... <laughs> Like, it's your ass. That was a nice house, too. It was a nice house. Was that was a nice... <laughs> past tense. Like, you know when you add a pool, it's like it increases your property value? Yeah. Like, he definitely took, like, a $50,000 hit off that yeah, house. That was a decrease, man. You <laughs> gotta fix that. He, he probably dug it all wrong. He might have hit a pipe it, or something. It reminds you, me you of... hit the main. Like, Lot 48, when yeah. Andy Dwyer is living yeah. in the pit behind... Yeah, they're gonna fall the pit, man. <laughs> exactly. And he thought this was a good idea to just start digging. And I love, like, in the opening scene where his... his Bitch of a sister, like she was just nasty, man. Yeah, she was really, but really, can you blame her? Like, no, he no. sucked. No, he sucked. <laughs> he was awful. Like, You're a loser. No one's gonna come swim in your pool, and she's right. She, no one's coming to swim right. in your shitty pool. Nobody was gonna swim in that pool, no, no matter how like hot it was, because they just go next door. They'll go to to Matt Wilson's house. Matt Wilson probably has a pool in his house, right? <laughs> Acting like he's the only guy on the block with a pool in freaking Estonia or whatever the hell. Where are they? <laughs> in Cino. In Cino. <laughs> Estonia man. You know what's funny? Like back in 92, you know, we talked about, what was it last week when we said, oh man, you didn't realize that, uh, what was the title of the movie was what it meant what it was? Oh, Con Air. Yeah. You didn't know that it was Convict Air? I didn't know Air. it was Convict Air. Yeah. I didn't realize that the movie, and when I was in 92, that it was about the town of Encino, yeah. California. I thought it was some type of caveman term. Me too. I, I think you're not alone there. You're not alone there. Like, like how, how's how's an eight-year-old supposed to know what Encino means? What's it's, not a, it's not a common town. It didn't make any sense yeah. to me. But I thought Estonia was a made-up place, too. Me, too. Yeah. But it's real. Yeah, it's a real place. <laughs> what is it, like, northern Europe or something? This is, uh, join us, everybody, for confessions Some kind of Viking here. town? Estonia? <laughs> like, come, come join us for our con- shocking wall. confessions it's north here. of the wall, Estonia. <laughs> King in the north yeah. is, is manning the Estonia, <laughs> the Estonia Tower. No, but yeah, that pool's never getting built. No one's swimming in that pool anyway. Luckily, he got sidetracked, found a damn caveman at the bottom of that thing. So he found the bowl first, right? He, he finds the bowl. Like, Paulie Short's hanging out with him. Like, he just all of a sudden decided, like, oh, my God, I know what this is. Like, yeah. and, and total plot hole in the movie. He's digging a hole, and there's cave paintings on the wall. 
yeah. but they show it after the fact that he digs him up. Like, it was so bizarre to me. Yeah. Like, it just didn't make any sense. I don't know. Who cares? It was foreshadowing. <laughs> Kudos. Uh, they weren't thinking about it too much. Hanging out with him is his buddy, Stoney. Stoney. Like, I, got a, I got a question about Stoney. Why is he friends? Why is he friends with him? I think they were Why like, is he friends with Dave? I think they were outcasts. It was yeah. kind of like the outcasts. Or maybe they grew up in like middle school and they were friends then maybe. and they just kind of didn't separate. But Stoney is so chill and such like a kind heart. And yeah. Dave's like a, like a dick. Yeah, he's, he's very superficial. He's very I, superficial. I knew a kid that we're, I was friends with and we were like a, a couple of us were friends with. I'm not going to name names. I hope but, you're not talking about me. No, 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 no. I, I didn't. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. We were friends with this kid and he was like, for A, he didn't have very many friends, and we were like, you know, semi-related to him in a way. Yeah. And B, he was a huge asshole, like a yeah. huge dick, yeah. right? So I know these types of people where it's like, you have you don't have any friends, and I'm not making fun of you because you don't have friends, but there's a reason why you don't have any friends. Like, he wasn't friendly. He wasn't friendly. He was a total jerk to everyone. What, everyone. Was and that's like, what this Rudy kid is. Was it like Rage Against the Machine type? But like, I don't, I don't understand because Rudy seems like he could be nice if he would just give up the whole I need to be popular shtick. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. He's delusional. He's, he seems like he has a nice family. I don't know if it's the parents. They're not, not paying attention. That's they're probably what it attention. is. He doesn't have the attention at home. He needs the attention of Robin, who we'll talk about a little bit later if it was actually, you know, we talk about Matthew Kidman. Was the juice really worth the yeah. squeeze? I'm not sure it was, personally. <laughs> yeah, but but Stoney here, I mean, he seems way too nice a guy to be hanging out with this guy who's like hyper-stressed out all the time, worried about being popular. Stoney doesn't give a shit Where do you think popular. they met? Do you think it was a middle school friendship? Like, what, what? I guess it had to have been, but... They're total opposites, though. Yeah. It's really odd, but they got the handshake, the handshake. Dave, a.k.a. Rudy, a.k.a. Sean Astin, is AKA. the type of friend... Who, if he would have gotten a sniff of popularity, would have dumped Pauly Shore yes. in a second in yes. middle school. I that's one, the type of jerk that he is. One thousand yeah. percent agree with you. And 1, so why percent. why would Stoney hang out with that? I and don't know. Stoney, man, he's just he's just trying to get some grindage right now. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's just trying to get some grindage. Trying to get some grindage. Trying to you know get with some nugs. <laughs> he's he's some just greasy hanging out. Nugs. He's he's just hanging out, and he's actually. I liked him in this movie. I know Pauly Shore is very hit or miss for people. Yeah. He was definitely a 90s phenomenon. Oh, yeah, and he was hot, especially at this time in 92. Like, like it was son still blown straight off the MTV. Did you ever watch his show? No, I didn't. Kid? I didn't. Was really? it like a variety show? It was, in a way. Like, it was almost like, I don't know, like Tom Green, if you remember Tom Green. Yeah. Or the type of show where he would, like, walk up to people on the street. And he would like do his weasel thing, right? Yeah. And it was like he'd catch people off guard and he'd do weird stuff. And like he'd just to film the reaction. And then he like, it's like an improv type thing. This was on MTV or no? Yeah, it was on a TV, yeah. Okay. And I, they might have played it like a, like they might have played it like in between, like, you know, they always do with like, they'll show him do a skit or like that'll, they'll play videos in between videos. And it'll come back and all that. But it was all like unscripted where it's like he would go up against unsuspecting people and like do his weasel thing. And people were like, who is this guy? Yeah, I guess like, he wasn't very well yeah. known at the time. Yeah. I, I was not really a huge fan of him at the time. I liked him in this movie, but I didn't really watch a lot of the other movies that he was in. Like Son-in-Law, I didn't see till many years later. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot what else. Biodome, I didn't Biodome. really see that till a lot in of the years In the Army now. That's actually, yeah. I like that movie. Um, but that, it's just, he's a weird dude. And I don't Look. understand like what, when we were watching this the other day, what did you say? Like that was like a thing in the 90s to like be like a hippie? Yeah, like he was dressed like a hippie he's, or like he was wearing like the mesh shirts. And he like the way he dresses in this movie is like how he dressed on MTV. 
Yeah. But it was like kind of like an act. Like it was it's funny because it's not really him. It was a character that he was kind of playing full time. Yeah. It's like you said, the Tom Green yeah. thing. Yeah. Some of these guys like because in the Entourage, like I think he was in a couple episodes of Entourage, he was. wasn't he? Where he's yeah. just like a normal dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to understand. But so he was a VJ as well as the show. Like I don't know the history as well. Well, yeah, as he, he would like he would mainly be his show. Like he had his own show, but he was like he would be there like on the beach house, you know. You know the show that like when they would go in the summer, like he would just be there with a the microphone, just talking to random people as in between videos they played. Seaside at the shore, the grind. Yeah, sure, the grind, the grind at you the know, seaside the heights. How funny is the grind? It was just people dancing. It was, <laughs> it was just people like, dancing. I know, and you know what's funny? Like it's kind of pathetic, but I probably I probably watched that show. I'm yeah. sitting there watching people having a party. Yeah, it's like is that pathetic or what? Like it probably was pretty lame. No, yeah, it's it's totally. That's why they. I'm sure it had viewers. Why else would they play it? Right? <laughs> it was like it was a popular show, yeah. and they took it to see. I remember it was a, it was an event when it's like at Carson Daly speaking him yeah. like. We're taking we're taking TRL to Seaside Heights for the summer. It was awesome. They, and they, they had the house. They did like the karaoke and all that yeah. stuff. Man, it was great. They had the house and they, yeah. they would go and you, you could go and like they had it on top of that roof and you could yeah. wave down. It was really it was great, really wild. <laughs> so I mean, not not to not to submarine our own Encino Man show here, but like I think Paulie Shore was a really interesting character. We got to dive into it here for a second. I uh, being the good podcast host that I am, I caught up a uh, an interview of Paulie Shore. I think it was like 2015 with Joe Rogan. And he was talking about like his success, his fame, and then his like steep down downhill, right? And it was kind of sad. The guys, the guys seemed like totally depressed. And he was saying that, yeah, I watch my old movies. I watch Encino Man, and I just get sad, like because, sad because he misses it. Because yeah, because the party's over and he misses <laughs> acting. And that is pretty depressing. Yeah, and then Joe Rogan would all to ask him about how, how come you don't act in movies anymore? What happened? How did you stop getting roles? And he was saying how. Oh, you know, I didn't really listen to my management team. I did the weasel gimmick too long. He didn't reinvent himself. He didn't reinvent himself, right. So he did Encino Man, and then he did uh, the second movie was a Son-in-Law, I believe. Son-in-Law, yeah. And they were like big hits. He had a three-picture deal with Disney. Then the third movie was In the Army Now, which wasn't that great. And his management team told him to not do it because the script wasn't that good. Yeah. But he was like, no, I'm going to do it. And then that was bad. And then the next script he got, I don't even remember what the next movie was, wasn't that good either. And then what do you have? Yeah, you know, for watching Entourage, you have two duds in a row. You fizzle out. Yeah, you you do fizzle Benji. out. All oh, this guy's the weasel, and it's over. The yeah. weasel's done. He's got to do Benji. Yeah, he's got to do Benji. <laughs> Should have yeah. done it. They did Biodome, and like, even though that's a cult classic now, it's it did horribly. I did not the like theaters. that movie when I first yeah. saw it. I just didn't like it, but I like it yeah. now. He said, "Yeah," but he said he was totally depressed. Like he said, he spent his thirtieth birthday crying. That's sad. That's very sad. <laughs> that's really yeah. depressing. Because like he he like he said that he like had to turn into a man. And he didn't know how to do it because so, he was always used to being the weasel and the weasel's not flying anymore. Why do I, and, and I'm going to just put him out on blast here. Like, why do I feel that he was like on celebrity rehab or something? No. Was he? He, was, he claims that he was not, never like addicted to anything. He was not on drugs. He was not an alcoholic. It's just his career fizzled out because he played the gimmick too long. Because I feel like I saw him on some type of show recently yeah. and, and I'm totally lampooning his life. Here, yeah, saying don't, don't be smirched the name of yeah. the Wheeze. You heard it here. Come on. You heard it here. Pauly Shore was on yeah. <laughs> Celebrity Rehab. We're not breaking news here, people. No, but I feel depressed after hearing that a yeah. little bit. I feel bad for him. And it makes me like, and I and I, I see, I hear that, and then I watch the movie, and it's like this guy, pretty good job. No, he was good, and yeah. he fit the time perfectly. Yeah. Like he was perfectly cat. Like who else would you put in this? Exactly. There's nobody else. Oh, oh, and they also so he signed that three year deal with Disney, right? They gave him this movie. He they wanted him to be the caveman. 
Oh man! Yeah, and he said, "No, I I can't do that. I'm he not gonna be, I'm not gonna be good with that role." Actually, so they rewrote the best friend role for him. Do you know who was gonna be the best friend? He, he didn't say. He didn't say. He didn't say. That's interesting. Yeah. He got more speaking lines, and yeah, that's that's the reason that his manager. He actually listened to his manager there. The manager told him, "You're not going to be speaking in this movie for the caveman. You're not going to be able to be Paulie Shore. Yeah, you're not the weasel if you're a caveman." And he said that he didn't think he was a good enough actor to just pull off like the grunts and the facial expressions. He would have tried too hard to be the caveman. Whereas he gave Brendan Fraser props for just being the caveman. Yeah, and no. he just let it. He just let, he just let it happen. I have an interesting theory about about that that I want to yeah. get to in a minute <laughs> because. Maybe we should just talk about it because yeah, my, my theory, so we can talk about unearthing the caveman, but before we talk about how the process, let's talk a little bit about Brendan Fraser and his performance because my vision for how they filmed this movie was that they didn't give him a script yeah. at all, <laughs> right? Explain nothing. They maybe just get, told him like, you're a caveman, you're here. Because it, t- total method actor, right? Like you're yeah. fish out of water. Like tell him, you can't speak, you can't do anything, just go along with whatever they do. Because in my head, like he's walking around and he's not allowed to talk. All he can do is grunt. But I just have this imagination right now of him walking around in the movie and then just leading him around because he doesn't know where he's supposed to go because yeah. nobody told him. Right. Like, I feel like that's how they film this movie. Yeah, I like it. And just the only direction you have is you're a caveman and you understand nothing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bizarre, yeah. but wouldn't that actually work? Like, if I told you you're going to be in a movie... I'm not going to tell you anything about it. You'd yeah. be totally confused as to what the hell you're supposed to do. It's yeah, like the perfect but, way. I mean, I couldn't emote, though. Like, I... I can't, I'm not going to claim that I could be the Encino man. Right, right. I'm not saying you're a professional actor. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, Brendan Fraser was, he was a professional actor. So get him in yeah. this movie. Don't really tell him what he's supposed to do and just have him wander around and grunt. Yeah. Like, I, well, how would you rate his performance? I think he was great. Like, at first I was kind of skeptical of how much he was actually doing aside from just like playing a crazy person. Right. Yeah. But then when we got to the, the uh, museum scene, where he gets all sad because he sees like his relatives, like maybe his brother was there or something, right? Yeah. And he's crying and he's trying to like make a fire and all that. This family, like, there's some real emotion in those eyes, Drew. Talk about depressing, man. Real that emotion. Was like, I, I was getting yeah. I was getting a little shaken up there for that scene. <laughs> That's how we got the mummy. That's how we the, got the mummy. From the moment <laughs> from the moment that he comes out of the block of ice, let's talk about like how he was unearthed. Because yeah. they dig him up. We talked about digging the pool earlier. There's this giant block of ice. They pull it out with like a snapper lawnmower. Yeah. It's like Pauly Shore's driving this thing oh, with yeah. like a, you know, he's got his bandana around his neck <laughs> and his bell bottoms. He drives this thing out. They put it in their, like just their garage. Garage with a bunch of space heaters. There. Yeah. It's chilling. Do, do you need a space heater in Encino, California? I feel like it's probably like 70 degrees. They all had a lot of them. They had they? a lot of them. Yeah. But you probably do because, you know, when it's like 50 degrees, it's probably freezing there. Yeah, they're wearing like winter yeah. coats. They might not have a furnace in their house. That, that's true. So you have the space heater. You bust on the space case. heater the few nights that it is cold. Yeah. So he he's block of ice just chilling on like a couple, I don't know, like piles of wood or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they hook up the space heater. Like that's where Dave gets this plan like. We're gonna be. We're gonna. We're gonna thaw him out. It's our thing. This yeah. is our thing. Like we found him. We need to. We need to like dig him out. Like what the hell are you expecting to like take a man out of ice? Like to me, that's a dead body. Yeah, it's a dead body. You don't expect him to come back to life. <laughs> so here's another interesting thing I was thinking as this was happening. Let's say you unfroze it and he's dead. 
What the hell do you do with it? Yeah. There's a dead body. You are killed you, that guy. You a murderer? Yeah, you killed that That's guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I was watching this thinking, dude, if he if he doesn't come back, you've got a dead body that yeah. you need to dispose of. That's right. So as far as the police are concerned, yeah, there's no dental records. There's no <laughs> DNA records. But there's a dead body in your yeah. house. You dug a dead body up. Like, yeah. what are you? What are, your ass is busted. What would you do? Yeah. Like, what the hell would you do? There's no, there's no talking out of it. So how do you feel about this plan? Like, if you're them, like, Paul Shore is, he's down for whatever, right? Yeah. He seems like he's chill. He seems like he's down for the science of it. He, he likes the idea of, hell, man, and, why not? And, and Rudy kind of, like, tricked him with, like, oh, man, we could make some money off this, man. But what kind of money are you going to make? But here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, and, and, it's, and it's a double-edged thing. If the caveman is indeed a caveman, but he's dead... So that's like that's like best case scenario for money, right? Yeah. So, but why then did Dave or Rudy? I can't. Should we kind of call him Rudy? Just call him Rudy. We call him, we call him Rudy. Sean Aston. Yeah. He goes to school the next day before the thing is thawed. Goes to his girl Robin, his wannabe girlfriend, and he says to her, "Hey, I got a caveman. Want to come check him out after school?" After he told Paulie Shore, he's not allowed to tell anybody. Yeah. yeah. Like, so what was he thinking? How is the caveman, the dead caveman, going to impress the girl? Now, if the caveman was alive, that's cool, yeah. right? But how is the dead caveman going to make him popular? <laughs> hey, Robin, there's a dead body in my garage. Want to come check it out? <laughs> like, hey, that's what hey there's thinking. a dead... I, I got a dead guy in a block of ice. Would he be my girlfriend? <laughs> this is the same guy so delusional. is carrying a nude picture. <laughs> <laughs> He's got tasteful nudes. He's got tasteful nudes. Of him in a bathtub, he's like, oh, we were naked together. He wasn't even naked. She was. She's in a bathtub. I, I've Cringe. Got, I've got a lot of comments that I'm just not going to comment on. Cringe. going to get in trouble. Cringe. So we'll move on from that. <laughs> we, we have a criminal advisory, but not that <laughs> yeah, kind. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, hey, I got a dead body in my garage. Come check it out. Is he going to get He's gonna get popular? Like, forget the pool. This dead body's going to make me popular. This girl's going to go out I think she's going to call the cops. Yeah. She's going to say, hey, police, there's a dead body in this guy's yeah. garage. So what he's... When he's out, when it was a block of ice, he's probably worth money to somebody. And that's something. Right? Yeah. And I'd be okay with selling that. <laughs> I, I would have to profit from that. It was all my property. Yeah. I mean, it's a find of the century, right? But when the dude thaws out and he's alive, I'm also with Rudy and that you can't just like bail on this thing. Yes. Because they will dissect him. Yes. They will trap him and kill him, yeah. whoever they are. The government. You got to get him and help help him become a citizen yeah. of society. Where do they take this thing? If say like say the government gets a hold of this guy, it's, it turns into ET. Is it like an Area Fifty One thing? Yeah. Like where do they take this guy? <laughs> At what point do they realize that he's from the Stone Ages? Like, is, do they do like some kind of like test on him? Do, can they do carbon dating on him? Like, what are, <laughs> can you do that on a human? But I feel like, I, I guess... I do think, they count the rings? Like, I don't not, know. How do you do it? Like the tree? Yeah. Do you cut them in half and count the rings? <laughs> how do you do no, they get, I guess you do a DNA test, but yeah. do they have DNA tests in 92 at I that time? Like, is is it, uh, uh, the genome they, wasn't mapped. In, yeah. In 92, can they determine that this is a caveman? Like, I know we were in advanced society in 1992, yeah. but I feel like, you know, it's 2017 now. Like, society has advanced, like, you know, exponentially. But they didn't have the human genome mapped, I don't think, yeah. fully in 92, did they? I don't know, man. It's just I, a lot of questions. But weren't they, there was, like, TV specials of them digging up cavemen and stuff, wasn't it? It's always, like, a, it's always a sci-fi thing. Like, I remember reading, like, National Geographic and seeing yeah. the creepy picture of, like, a guy that fell on a mountain in, like, 800 yeah, and he was like preserved in the ice, and it's like weird looking. 
like how could he out. how could he be alive though i feel like you have to be treated like like a demo let's go back to demolition man because yeah. we got they're kind of like john Spartan's kind of a caveman right he is in a way he was frozen frozen but like it's like specially treated right yeah so I, this guy was especially treated he just had an avalanche fall on him right yeah, which also was bizarre because he was wearing clothes at that time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, and he came out in just a loincloth. Yeah, he had a, he had a, like a like a wolf coat on or something. So he also was clean shaven. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: If you're cryogenically frozen, it's not even cryogenically, right? Like yeah. John Spartan was cryogenically frozen, right? Right. Like with a flash freeze, with or science, whatever, with yeah. that yeah. goo or whatever the hell, yeah, the it ball was. goo or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So they put the ball in this guy. Like you said, he fell in an avalanche and he froze into a block of ice. Would your beard grow while you're like sleeping? Like, shouldn't he have no. like a monster beard, like Forrest Gump? I don't think it would. It wouldn't. Like, I feel his, like the his cold, hair, his uh, hair was long. If you're if you're in a frozen state, I feel like all of you freezes too. And w- wouldn't a, wouldn't a caveman have a beard? Like, how did he shave? Like, was that like appealing to yeah. his cave lady? Why was? Why did he have a beard in the, he in the, in the opening sequence? It made no sense to me. That yeah. was like the most unbelievable part of this movie. Yeah. Like, I believe that a frozen man could come from your backyard. It's a good point. But I don't believe that he would not have a beard. It's a good point. He didn't have a razor. See, this is why we have, to, we have to break these things out on the last. That's what I'm row. We have to like you know we talk about we talk about these cavemen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the whole. This is the unbelievable. There's no way this would happen. Though I think but, it is believable. Yeah. It could happen. But when you freeze John Spartan and Demolition Man using science, the conditions are absolutely perfect to preserve the human body. And I'm sure they lost a couple of people. In so that. if I go up in the mountain and I get trapped in an avalanche, can someone just thaw me out a hundred years from now? I th- see. I feel like you need to use not a space heater. You need some type of like flash heating. Yeah. You know, to like quickly do. It's gotta it. be quick. It's gotta be a jolt. Yeah. It's got to be, snap me back in. Like, I would get a flamethrower yes. out. <laughs> but you can't go too hard, or else don't, you can't burn me too deep. Yeah, because... <laughs> I'll get singed. You'll get singed. Your hair, I'll get your singed. beard will fly off. My beard will fly off. Dude, we talked about this before. I forgot, was it top five scariest movies on one of our episodes? Right? Yeah, which, yeah, your caveman movie. So there's some weird-ass movie. I forgot what the hell it's called. Maybe it's called Caveman The or Man something. from Earth? Or the something Frozen? Like frozen I don't know. Man. Iceman, I think Iceman, it's called. Iceman, the Iceman, Cometh. right? It's the Iceman. There's some weird movie from... Not Top Gun like the 80s about some caveman that they find in the arctic yeah how do they find him and they i think he was in a block of ice somehow i don't even remember it's the same thing avalanche you could just cave cavemen could survive avalanches but you or i could not i'll be honest what am i 32 years old I, i'm too scared to go back and watch, hold your... i'm, too, I'm oh. too scared to go back and watch that movie because <laughs> i feel like it'll bring back those nightmares yeah you have the I nightmares as, from as you like as a child right of this guy de de thawing out like he had, he was like blue. His arms were in the air. He was like having yeah. cardiac arrest. Like that's what would happen. But Brendan Fraser walks up and gets in the hot tub. So I got another. I don't know why this is interesting to me, but so he gets out. He's so dirty. Like he's the dirtiest thing in the world. That's the definition of filth. How do you clean this guy? Like in one bath. I kind of liked how I like the I love the, the mud, sequence. Like the mud in the hair. Yeah. But his teeth, like they brush his teeth, and his teeth look like. Movie star teeth. How many te- How many times would he have to brush his teeth for him to have good breath? Uh, a thousand? <laughs> none, it, none it, times. None, none times. There's not enough times. No, but they made it look like his teeth were rotting. Yeah. So he just used some toothpaste and it was all gone. Get some Trident in yeah. there. And they made him, like, like the Pauly Shore did his hair. It was like the best haircut ever. Like, it was such a 90s, like, rebellious wild i just rolled out of bed but i look really cool haircut he had the fate the sideburn fade yeah not like the yeah. cut off your sideburn like the fade up yeah and, and was, then it was like dangling down yeah you know? 
He he definitely and he said, "Oh, you got hair like me." I was like, "No, dude, his hair's the better top. than yours. His hair's better <laughs> the than yours top. on your melon, your noggin, the top on the melon, not the, not the spikes on the melon, which Matt had." Yeah, that's while we're on the topic of that. What the hell else was he saying? I wrote down a couple of these things. <laughs> I, I try to write this down because I couldn't even keep up with him. Fast and Furious with the with the Paulie Shore. He logo. said he Paulie Shore said things like, "I just want to munch." Which could be interpreted multiple ways. Well, it's a very sexual term. But we'll just know. want to munch. We'll yeah, you know. Just leave that at that. <laughs> he said melon tweakage, which I don't think he was talking about Gonzaga's melon No, tweakage. I think melon is your head. So but what's tweakage of your melon? Like you kind of have to like check your head maybe, or you kind of yeah. have to like, it's a way of thinking. You go in mental. Or what if you're like tweaking your melon? What if it's like a hairstyle? Yeah. Okay. That's Could true. be either one. I don't know. Who knows? He also said splatter on the street. I don't even know what that meant. Like, fall down to bust your ass? I guess that's what that is, yeah. yeah. He said buff spikes chilling on the top of his melon. Yeah, that's that Matt's awesome haircut. Matt's haircut, which yeah. actually was a pretty damn good haircut. Yeah. He always said wheezing off of the, yeah. which I think is like you're mooching, right? Yeah, you're smooching. You're, you're mooching. You're, you're Like wheeze the juice. You're mooching yeah. the juice. Mooching the juice, yeah. And I, my favorite you're explanation. you his gig, he said wheezing your gig. That yeah. means you're trying to steal a style. Trying to mooch. You're trying to steal your style. My favorite line that he said was at that Spanish bar when he yeah. said Spanish is like guacamole, chips, and salsa. He was trying to teach him about Spanish, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, yeah, it's like guacamole, chips, and salsa. He said so many things. Like, yeah. I can't even, I couldn't grindage. even write them all down. Do you know what grindage is? Food, right? It's food. Grindage right. is food. Yeah. He said so many or other the things. Or the act of eating. I don't the, know. The act of eating. I wonder if all this is on UrbanDictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. But uh, yeah, he gave him pretty sweet haircut. So yeah. Beak equals nose. Melon equals head. Lobes equals ears. You know what the, the best line of the movie was is when he, you know, basically Sean asked it. I, Rudy? Rudy. Freaking Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. I, I always get this problem in every episode we do where I want to call the character five different things. Yeah. What he was in another movie, what his real name is, and what his mo- name is in this movie. Or Sam, Sam J? Sam Wise. Sam J? Sam Wise. Sam J. <laughs> Sanjaya? Yeah, Sanjaya. This is no. this is like episode, what is it, 64? People yeah. people know you by now. Yeah. They, I, I like yeah, to think they I do. I like to butcher the names. I like to think yeah. they do. Or they stop listening right now. We don't know. So Rudy's like, he's basically calling themselves losers. Like, he's kind of like dressing themselves down. Like, oh, man, we're a bunch of losers. And Paulie Shore is like, he's very oblivious. Like, he's, he's not a loser to himself. He goes, I'm very unique. I'm underrated, but no one knows about me because I'm in Estonia. Yeah. And that's such a great line. That's such a positive... <laughs> Lied. That's who Pauly Shore is. He was great in this movie. Yeah. Let, let's be serious. That's who Stody is, and that's why this guy does not belong to be friends with Rudy because Rudy's bringing him down. My bringing other, him down. The other best part about Stony was that when they were at dinner, we could talk about how the cover story for this was that he's you know Linkovich Chabovsky, whatever, right? Exchange student, but the parents don't listen to Rudy, so he says, "Oh, you must. What did you just forget?" Let and me, they were like, yeah, I guess we did forget. Sorry, son. Let me ask you this. You, you, let's say you were in high school, right? You yeah. go to your mom and you decide that you're going to thaw out a caveman from your backyard. Just decide, yeah. Do you day. think that you could pull one over no. on your mom to say, hey, by the way, you forgot about this exchange student that I told you we were going to get? <laughs> I don't care how busy you are. You just That's not but, something you would forget. No, but like they're, they, just, they, they, they must be just stupid supremely like you know how kevin McAllister's parents have no idea what's going on in their kids lives <laughs> they don't even know they own a kid but they have like six kids don't they yeah so it's like that that that's if kevin comes up with an idea there's like five other kids they got to worry about they could maybe forget something but these guys they got two kids he's the oldest one too. the oldest one like he should be paid attention he's to, such right? a loser his parents don't even pay attention <laughs> <to him. laughs> that's exactly why yeah. he is the way that he yeah. is let me ask you this like this guy's got this identity, Linkovich Chamovsky. Yeah, great name from Estonia. Like, does he have? A, they go just go to school, right? They're like, oh, you wait till we see you. 
wait, wait till you go to, to school tomorrow. We're going to take you to this awesome place. Yeah. He shows up to school. This dude like has no idea what's going on. Like he's scared. He was playing with a lighter five minutes ago yeah. in, in the room. He almost burnt the house down. You just saw a plane and he almost, his mind almost exploded. You, you can't give a caveman a lighter. He's going to light yeah. everything on fire. Oh, yeah. It's like if I gave my one-year-old daughter a, yeah. a lighter, like yeah. that's what that is. Not even a lighter. If you gave her like a torch, like yeah, that's torch. already lit. <laughs> like she's going to light everything. Yeah. The house is going to burn yeah. down. But they take this dude to school. Like, do you just register from for class? Like, does he have a social security number? Like, how they they just like put him in class? Like, oh hey, uh, he needs to get Again, he needs to get scheduled. It's Rudy. It's Sean Aston. Nobody cares about him. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, whatever, hey, buddy. I got this guy exchange student. They're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Go to class. I'll take him to Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got, we yeah, got yeah, yeah, it. Well, like they don't, they can't be bothered to hear what this kid has to say. He's so terrible. But as you heard in the opening, like his whole plan is we're gonna make this guy. Something so we can be. He's cool. going to make us popular just because he's a caveman. But why? Why would the caveman be popular? What if he's not popular? Yeah, what if, what if he, he's a freak? What if he murders somebody? What if Matt was right? This guy is just a freak. What if he murders somebody? Yeah. What if he murders the teacher? Yeah, he almost he almost killed himself the first day. This this movie is making me think of the recut trailers that UK Lee sends to us. Lee from yeah. the UK. I love those things because I feel like this could turn into absolutely a murder movie. Could be a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. A horror movie? Well, he almost sexually assaults a girl immediately. Yeah, he wants right up Dugs. But it was like totally weird because she was definitely into it based oh, she on the it. conversation. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'd love for somebody to take control. They love the bad boy. The chicks love the bad boy. Man. We talk about that guy from that thing, that girl from that thing, Robin Tooney from The Craft. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The teacher... Was the blank track limo driver? <laughs> How about that? Yeah, this movie's full of people. I think you said Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan cameo. Oh yeah, Brandon Fraser's first real movie. Yep. I mean, this movie's like breaking the walls down here. Oh, yeah. What do you think of this plan? Get this guy in school. I don't think they should have taken him to school first day. Would Would he make you cool? It's a lot. Would he make you cool? Do you think he would? In a perfect world, well, would he make you taking cool? the temperature of the school, I guess so because like they're all into this like mysterious guy who was just. He wasn't listening to anybody. He was too cool for everyone, right? And that's what kind of bugged Matt, the bully, about it, I think. Like, he didn't care to be cool, so yeah. he was cool. Like, he did not, like, respect the hierarchy, you know what I mean? And that's what made him cool, is not caring. Yeah. In the it, 90s, the coolest thing you could do is not care. That is very true. Being yeah. apathetic was yeah. actually very cool. Yes, good word. Good was, word. <laughs> the apathy was yeah. off the charts with yes. him. He just didn't know what was going on. Yeah, he was just, he was just oblivious. But, like, how would he not just fail out? Like, I... Was he registered or was he like when Sean Hunter decided he was just going to go to, I'm Look, in college now. He yeah. sat in in a college Look, they, class. They, they don't, it's, he's just there. He's just, <laughs> yeah, Sean Aston. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta, yeah, 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 we know, we know. Go away, go away. Go I class. feel like the whole plan backfired because this girl, Robin, that he's really into, he thinks, oh, I'm going to show her this caveman. She's going to love me for it. We're going to be so cool because I found a caveman. She started getting into him himself, herself. Oh, yeah. They all got into him. They all were them. all loving him because, yeah. like you said, he just didn't care. Yeah, the one girl, he came up, he was sniffing her hair. He was reaching for her melons, her nugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Do you think that uh, this this could have ever worked out in a perfect situation? To where Rudy would have yeah. gotten what he wanted? I mean, I guess it does at the end of the movie, but like, you know. Yeah, I don't think so, though. Like, no, like, because that they like Link. They don't like him. Yeah. There's a reason why he doesn't have friends. Just because Link is cool... Rudy's still he's still a dick. He is, and he like you. You think he's a geek the, dick because they, you're a geek. Matt's you're, a Matt's like a bully dick, but they're still dicks. They're all dicks. <laughs> they really are. They might be friends if they actually sat down and talked for a minute. Let's let's talk about Matt for a second. Yeah. 
how does he rank against, you know, let's say like a Mike Dexter? Oh, man. They're very similar. Yeah. Very similar. They're both dumb. Yeah. They're both kind of just hate everybody. Both jocks. One does football. One does hockey. His hair, I, I got to give the hair to The hair to goes to Matt. Matt, though. Yeah. He can command a room better with his, hey! <laughs> hey! It's almost handsome yeah. Van-esque. As opposed to Mike Dexter's, I'll kick everyone's ass in this room to where, like, no one respects that. Matt's never drunk in this movie. No, it's a PG movie. That's true. It's so, Disney. Yeah. If this was today, I think there would definitely be a party involved with alcohol. Yeah. Absolutely. Where there's a pool, someone else's cool not, not a pool. hole in the ground? And then Rudy would be pushed into it. Not a mud pit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, can't hardly wait. Like, we yeah. talk about that, right? Rudy would get pushed into it, and then Link would jump in, and everyone would think it's cool that Link jumped in, so then everyone would jump in the yeah. pool. And then he'd get yeah. out and be like, what? Yeah. It wasn't cool when I did it. Yeah. Everybody cheers when Link does it. But no, Mike Dexter's still better than Matt, but I got a special place in my heart for Matt. I feel like they didn't use him enough. He should have been used more, and- yeah. You know, when he was fighting him, like probably the best bullying scene of the movie was at the Blades place. Oh, yeah. When they're at on the, the ice at rink. The skated rink, for sure. He pushed him out on the ice, and it was definitely unfair because yeah. he was on skates. It was 100% unfair. <laughs> yeah. And he's just pushing him around, and they're still playing the game around him, which yeah. is the best part. Yeah, he stops the game so he can bully someone. Yeah. But the rest of the guys are still playing. Yeah. He's just walking out. Like yeah. They're playing around them. All right, I'm going to sub out, guys. I got to kick this guy's ass real quick. So he punches Link in the face. And he took it. The new kid took it, Drew. How do you feel about the new kid taking it? I think it was the right move. Is it better than throwing a punch back? Yes, because it proved, I don't care about your punch. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Shake it off. Like, not going to cry about it. He shook it off and he was just like, what? And he, he's clearly got the bone yeah. density of, yeah. you know, like Captain it's like, America there. It's like, yeah, it hurt a little bit, but, you know, he kind of sucker punched me. I don't. I don't care what you did. He looked more confused than Turned anything. around, yeah. I felt like he was kind of like, hey, man, we're all friends here. Like, yeah. why did you punch me? But Rudy turns it around. What a jerk. Yeah. You got to defend yourself. You see, I have a theory that he's a caveman, right? That's not my theory. That's obvious. He's That's a caveman. <laughs> Your theory? <laughs> cavemen don't punch each other. Yeah. They don't know what punching is or like fighting with your fists. A caveman will tackle each other right yeah i feel like they'll like smash each other with rocks and stones they'll wrestle you know try to smash your head open but they will not ball their fists up and throw a punch at your jaw like that's not how they fight they fight like animals yeah that's it's true. like imagine two imagine two like bears fighting each other they're that's how like, cavemen fight they're clawing at each other they might claw at each other there might be some slappiness going on there, but it's not going to be balling a fist, punching and defending yourself by putting your dukes up. That's not how cavemen fight. To take this movie down a darker path, we keep going. You know, this movie could have could have gotten real dark if he he punched him right. Yeah, and then he just bashes his head in on the ice. Yeah, because that could have done that. What, what, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like this you take the head by the hair by his. Well, how did Pauly Shore say it? The uh, I forgot spikes <laughs> spiked on his noggin spikes on his belt spikes on know. his melon <laughs> and just like grab the hair and just smash his head into the ice buff spikes chilling on the, the top place of gets his super quiet and then Rudy and Pauly Shore just like slowly back out the door and like dissociating themselves and then from, they really bail on him yeah and then the cops come and say say you give Lake a gun right. How soon does it take for him to figure out how to use it? I think he would shoot himself because he's not going <laughs> to... He would, like, point it at himself. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you, if you yeah. never used a gun before, I feel yeah. like you're 
like, let's say you don't know what a gun is. Yeah. I feel like your first inclination is to look in the hole, like the chamber of the yeah, gun, yeah. and then to shoot it. Like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. And then you it's very to... bad to side by the guns. It's like, it's very, it makes you very curious what's in yeah. that hole. Like, what's in yeah. there? What's what in is there? this, what does this lever do? I don't yeah. know. And then you, then you kill oh, yourself. Yeah. That's what would happen. Got to tell Big Gun, they've, they've done it all wrong. But this was like strike number two for me, for Rudy here, because I keep calling him Rudy now. It's Rudy. <laughs> for Sean Aston, because not only did he want to get this guy to be cool, now he's not fighting back. So he's he's making me look like a loser. It's like, no, dude, you're actually just a loser. Yeah, you're still like, a loser. You're not it, doing the right thing If you thing remember here. in Spanish class, when we first learned that the cheese is old and moldy, Robin's friend, I forget her name, the curly, curly-haired girl the that, that Lake almost sexually assaulted in the hallways, and she <laughs> yes. was like kind of into it. Yeah, she definitely was. Yeah. She leaned over to Pauly Shore and told him, hey, can you drop your friend off at Blades tonight? Not, can you guys come to Blades? Yeah, drop your friend can off. Can you drop your friend off? Paulie asks, hey, can we come too? And she's like just disgusted by the question. So they weren't even invited there. So there's no making them look bad. They already look bad. So anyway, we're like, we've been talking about Paulie Shore's career and caveman shenanigans for almost an hour now. So we got to wrap this up quickly. So other shenanigans after he gets assimilated with the school. Takes driver's ed, drives the car on two wheels, which is like an iconic scene in the movie. It's Radmobile. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like everyone remembers that scene from the movie where he's just driving along on two wheels. Like, how did, like, that's the most expensive part, right? So that we've established that. Does that driver's ed teacher get arrested? He gets arrested. Because he left the keys yeah. in the ignition? Link get expelled, even though he never really went to the school anyway. You steal the driver's ed car, you're, you're expelled, right? <laughs> I mean, it is theft. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. You don't have a license. You know. Is it Grand Theft Auto or is it like, is there a lesser? Is there a lesser theft auto? <laughs> minor theft auto? You got one What's star. the opposite of grand? Like minor? I don't know. Like what's the opposite word of grand? Like nobody knows. <laughs> no one's ever asked this kind of question before. <laughs> Miniature? Mi- miniature, miniature theft, theft auto. auto? I don't know. He stole like a little yeah. cozy coop. I'm just thinking a grand piano, miniature piano. I don't know. Anyway, they drive the car on two wheels to this bar. That's like bumping at two o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, like a Spanish, Wednesday. It's like a Spanish Jamaican mixture bar, right? I thought some of Screwface thugs yeah. were there. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me so much of, of, of Mark for Death. Yep. So Paulie Shore's at his element here. He's drinking tequila with the with the homies. Yada, yada, yada. Long story short, our boy uh, Rudy gets arrested with Link because everyone leaves, scatters. They get they get caught by but, the cops. But why did everyone run? It was it seemed like a legitimate establishment. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of criminals there. Who knows? The cops come in. <laughs> Like, I wish you could have seen his his reaction. He just shrugged it off so casually. But no, it's like two o'clock, whatever. Maybe you're not allowed to open that early. I don't know. It was so uh, weird. Like everybody ran like it was a criminal bar, but it looked like a legitimate bar. I don't know. Maybe they're selling drugs. Who knows? I don't know. So he goes to jail. And this is like my favorite part of the movie. He gets one phone call. He calls his girl Robin. And then we got to talk about Robin. The girl he's been after this whole movie, the girl that's so out of his league, they've been friends when they were kids and they kind of grew apart. He's obsessed over. He has her picture on his like on his, his mantle, on his nightstand. Weird. Weird, right? Violation. Yeah. They're, he's totally friend zone, but he's not even friend zone. She like feels bad for him because he's so pathetic. He calls her and he says, hey, I got one phone call. I decided to call you to ask you to prom. Will you go to prom with me? What does she say? She says no. No. But and, can you ask Link if he'll go with me? Can you ask Link 
if he'll go with me. That is nuclear burn. Wow. Nuclear like, burn. I could just literally his heart had of like just, just crumbled in his chest when she asked him, can you ask you ask your friend if he'll go to the prom with me? I like him better. That's like lock yourself in your room yeah. and not graduate oh, because God. you're so devastated. Yeah. So she fell for Lake too. Lake wasn't even like Lake barely paid her any attention. Lake never spoke a word to her. He can't speak words. <laughs> All he did was like dance in the club for like five minutes with this girl. And she decides she wants to go with Lake. It's the thing, man. She he's he's out of her league, right? Because he's, he's he's literally so out of her league. Lake all of a sudden is the most popular kid in school. He's gonna be prom gay, right? It's it's like a it's, foregone conclusion. So she's a latcher on. She's just like Rudy. Maybe they belong together. As we see at the end. So we can talk about Robin here. Like, is is she worth it? No. As as the affection of Rudy, who himself is a bad person, but I guess like is it's a childhood crush. Right. The juice was not worth this. But she's bad. She's awful too because she's just chasing the popularity thing. Well, she, she doesn't was, know this guy. She was dating Matt first. That guy's a yeah. complete. How do you get hooked ass? up with Matt? How do all these nice girls get hooked up with the school bully only to dump them by the end of the movie? I keep thinking back to Can't Hardly Wait, the yeah. Mike Dexter thing with. With Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, well, she described herself. We already bashed her because <laughs> she admitted that she knew he sucked. Yeah, but but she, she latched on for popularity and was afraid to break up with him because she was going to miss the limelight. She admitted it. That was that was actually pretty yeah. bad. Go back and listen to that. That's on our website, lesserpodcast.com. Yeah. <laughs> Who's worse, her or Robin? Well, she's worse. Definitely. Uh, uh, she self-admits A man does worse than Robin. But then Robin has this thing about, I think she talks to Matt later about how, oh, I'm going with Link because Link doesn't care what anyone else thinks and all that. But I think, I think that she thinks that he does because like he's doing cool things. I think she thinks it's on purpose. He, obviously, he has no clue what's going on in the world. Like, like he just woke no up the clue. other day. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, is, do you become reborn? Are you like a week old? Yeah, he's he's, he's been awake for forty eight hours. <laughs> it really, it did seem like it was like two days, yeah. didn't it? It was. Yeah, it seemed very. He got his short driver's license. Time. He played the video yeah. game a bunch of times. Yeah. Now let me ask you: Did that game? Did you play Daytona USA? Of course. I, I, we talk a lot about video games. It's like seventy five cents though. It's crazy expensive. Am I crazy to think that there was only one track? In There's that absolutely game? just one track. Oh yeah. I know that it was like. Because you, you had Cruising USA, right? Yeah. Cruising USA, it reminded me of this game. Like, the kind of game that the computer will try to keep you in the race. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're going 65, but you're not really going 65 because 65 becomes like 50. It's all relative, Because yeah. they have to catch the other people up. You got to yeah. go over the cactus jumps and all that stuff. Yeah. Daytona USA was like real. Like, it had the force feedback on the wheel. What a ripoff, though, looking back on it. It was, like, one, it was one course. I'd rather play that motorcycle game where you can side go side to side. Oh, yeah. What was the game in this in this called? Like uh, badass ride or something it was like rip rod or something i don't know i can't, I can't remember Whatever. but it was like looked it looked like you know it, you're gonna learn to drive from that he clearly <laughs> learned i mean he radmobile that was it radmobile such yeah. an 90s word right? radmobile yeah sorry i keep taking us on video game tangents i'm sorry well it makes was, well there's a there's a tangent because i know where you're going I, I, and it's about quarters for radmobile exactly so go on so he loves this game so much and rudy is just devastated like like i said Lock yourself in the room yeah. for the rest of the school year. Stop digging your pool. He, he just can't face himself. He'd rather her go out with Matt than go out with Link. Exactly, yeah. because he's like your friend. Like, yeah. I'd rather you date this jerk than yeah. my friend. Yeah. He is the ultimate dick. This is like inexcusable to I me. I think we used the word dick like 500 times. We earned our parental advisory today. I'll tell you, man. Ultimate, ultimate jerk. Yeah. He is so devastated by the fact that Link 
kind of accidentally got this girl to like him. Yeah. Like, doesn't even care. Doesn't he doesn't even, care. No, no idea what's going on. He's like, you know what? I've had enough. He doesn't even talk to Stoney. He's yeah. like, he dr- puts him in the back, not even in the front of the, yeah, car. the back seat. <laughs> he puts him in the back seat of the car like a child, like a dog, like a dog. Yeah. I think that's what I wrote in the notes. Like drives him away like a dog. Like he puts him in the back seat of his like beater mobile. Yeah. Drives him out to like the middle of nowhere. Gives him a bunch of quarters for Radmobile and says, you know what, dude? You're better off on your own. Yeah. You need to go. This is what has to happen. Go on. Get out of here. He is committing murder by doing this. Yeah. this that, that, guy, that guy will commit murder himself. <laughs> or he'll die. He'll get hit by a car because he doesn't really know. He doesn't know cars. He doesn't know society. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Like, worst friend of all time. Like, worst. Worst yeah. friend of all time. Yeah. You can't you know, just cast somebody off. Because like you're done with it. It is. It's literally, that's what you do to a, like an old rabid dog. Like you take him out and you like tell him, go on, get out of here. Go, put out, go. Put him out to pasture. Yeah. Right? He, he sends him off. Pauly Shore, the true hero of this movie, shows up on his, on his moped. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? He's like, oh, you got to get rid of him. It's the only way. It's ridiculous. Rudy gets into like a fist fight with Pauly Shore. You're going to punch Pauly Shore <laughs> of all people? He's just being nice, man. Pauly Shore is like the most docile human ever he he's not trying to hurt anybody he's just trying yeah. to be friendly what the hell like it, it, does this is this the ultimate violation like worse yeah. than carrying the naked picture of the girl worse than having her picture out of the nightstand worse than digging a hole in your backyard yeah. calling it a pool worse than exploiting a caveman an innocent caveman yeah. for personal gain <laughs> i mean come on now what what the hell yeah. is this no i was i was all for forgiving this dude but when he did this at the end of the movie that was like the last straw He's a worse villain than that. And I've seen this movie, it's got to be at least 20 times, right? Yeah. In my lifetime. I was more mad this time yeah. than I've ever been. Because, I mean, uh, you watch this movie as you get older, as you get more mature, you start to realize who the real villain is. And, like We've done this in a lot of our movies where you realize who the true villain is, and it's clear that Rudy is the villain in this movie. Yeah, Matt was just being Matt. I yeah. mean, we're not excusing his swirly given behavior here, but... Right, but he'll like grow out of that, right? I, I mean, maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe he will. Dave will always have this like inferiority complex and he'll he'll have the ability to one day commit murder. I feel yeah, if he probably. could just cast this this uh, marvel of the world. This is a caveman that he found like this is history and he's just kicking him off the side of the road. This guy is going to die. on John Doe. Do you know how good of a person Link was? He brought them back together after the fight. It yep. was like family. Yeah, this is family. And they wind up like reconciling and they, and he's like, you know what? You're right. Like I was wrong. Why don't you go to the problem go with the her? Problem. Yeah. How awkward was this? Like Link shows up and he's like the dad taking the picture of them, yeah. like going on the date together. Link with his smoking jacket yeah, and his rat's was- nest hair, haircut. <laughs> he had, again, ponytail alert. Yeah. He had the tiniest of ponytails. Tiny little rat tail. He had a little yeah. rat tail ponytail. Yep. Definite trope of the last row podcast. He took him to the prom. Not evil, though. Not evil ponytail. Not evil. The, the shorter the ponytail yeah. is, the less True. evil it is. True. The longer and greasier, the more <laughs> evil it is. Like Crisp from yeah. Kindergarten Cop. That's the ultimate yes. evil ponytail. Colin Crisp. Colin Crisp. Hall of Fame ponytail. <laughs> yeah. He's in the he's definitely in the ponytail <laughs> Hall of Fame on this show. Rat tail equals good. Ponytail <laughs> equals bad. The rat tail is... <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you ever have a rat tail? Of course I had a rat tail. Did you? My mom made me have a rat tail. It was right around this time, too. I didn't want it. 
I didn't I didn't know any better, but I knew I didn't want it. You, and it wasn't out of like embarrassment because I didn't think it was cool or whatever. I just it was weird to me. <laughs> it was probably right around 92, 93. You know, I, I had it for like a week and then she finally let me cut it off. <laughs> so did you cut it? Because she would cut her she would cut my hair. Was it like a mullet or was it like a little rat tail? No, it was tail? a little tiny freaking thing, man. Like a Jedi t- rat tail or what was it? It was like Probably did go past my neck. Okay. Very small. <laughs> so I got to tell you, like, I wanted a rat tail and my mom wouldn't you let me have, have it. You could have my rat tail. She wouldn't let me have it. And I was so mad. We got we to gotta trade places, man. I was so mad. But looking back, I'm very thankful that she didn't let me have it because I didn't want it. We should have. We got a Freaky Friday this thing. <laughs> we got to do something. She wouldn't let me have the rat Ugh. tail. She wouldn't have me let me have the slime from the Ghostbusters firehouse. Well, nobody's allowed to have slime. I mean, that's like, come on, uh, all these things that we just can't have. Yeah. So anyway, we're talking rat tails. We're talking cavemen. We got to wrap this thing up. I said we were going to wrap this thing up 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Long story short, they go to prom. Link goes to prom with Robin, prom king, prom queen. But hold on just a minute. Matt's here. And he's got some proof that Link isn't from Estonia. He's not even from Encino. Yeah, a couple Polaroid pictures. <laughs> he's got Polaroid pictures of him dressed in mud, which I guess equals caveman. Now, it's true he's a caveman, but based on his Polaroids, he could just be really dirty, right? See, that, that's, when you asked me earlier, how would the scientists prove that he was a caveman? Like, yeah. since they don't have the genome mapped, yeah. they've got to use those Polaroids. Got Polaroids. <laughs> it's like clear evidence. Clearly, he's in a block of ice and it's <laughs> not costume. It's ridiculous. So Matt proclaims on stage to the entire senior class that Link is in fact a caveman and we get cheers. Wouldn't you cheer? Truly is popular to be a caveman. That's how we learn that it is popular to be a caveman. When you have words like grindage, when you have words (laughs) like spikes on your melon and lobes, Lobes when you call somebody a caveman... I feel like maybe that's like a yeah. like a not a diss. It's like a you're like pumping somebody up. Like yo, he's yeah. a caveman. No, it's a caveman. It's he's awesome. A, yeah, he's basic. He's a beast. Like that's a, that's kind of what I was thinking. Right? He's a ne- no. I'm not saying it. <laughs> he's a Neanderthal. A bad word. I went there. It's a bad word. Neanderthal. Don't say it. <laughs> he did, but it's like so. This automatically like made him even cooler. Yeah, even oh, yeah. cooler. Yeah. But the fact that like Matt's giving him shit for it, they're like, screw you, man. This is good. So is Matt just not cool now? Because he doesn't think cavemen are cool? I guess, like, since it's the prom, like, typically the bully at the end of high school, like, your fame runs out. Yeah. Because it's over. It's the, all you the got. The party is over. It's all you got, yeah. The, the party and is over. It's like a boss fight. When the bully gets beat up, yeah. like, he just shrivels. He, he does. So, we were talking about this as we were watching the movie. So, when he gets thrown by Link onto the cake, right? And then Pauly Shore dumps the punch on him. <laughs> What's... Like, Matt's not really hurt. He's just embarrassed, right? Yeah. He's not so much hurt. What's to stop Matt from getting up and slugging Pauly Shore right in his beak? I like to imagine that it happened. Because <laughs> yeah, if it's just somebody, off camera. <laughs> like, he's already dirty, so he probably figures, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's exactly how you get punched in the face. Yeah. Like, you absolutely get punched yeah. in the face. Because he should still be mad, right? Exactly. He just got beat by Link. You punch the pipsqueak. If you're a real bully. He probably would have just fought everybody. He would have yeah. kicked everybody's ass. Kick everyone's room. ass in this room. He, pro- he probably would Now would've. you notice, Mac Dexter said that. He didn't do it. Because, because he was drunk. Because a bully gets defeated, they don't fight anymore. Yeah. It's the it's, it's like the rules. you don't believe in him. Yeah. If you don't believe in the bully, yeah. the powers are gone. Does he really exist? <laughs> he loses the powers. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happens with Matt. He, yep. he basically disintegrates. That's why they tell you to stand up to your bullies. Only if you do that in real life, you're probably in, like, <laughs> your ass probably in the hospital. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Don't kids, don't fight your bullies. Oh, don't, don't fist fight your bullies. So, yeah. so the movie ends and Rudy gets his pool party in the mud pit in the, the back of his. Uh, yeah, I would never go yard. to that party. Never. We, f- we find out. <laughs> guess what? There's another caveman. Encino woman. Encino woman. She was. He found his Betty. Another that person from that thing. Yes. Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade from <laughs> Mortal, was it Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Mortal Kombat right? 2, Annihilation, yeah, yeah. She's definitely the lesser of the Sonya Blades. Definitely. And another... No, she's not Billy Madison's girlfriend. No, no, not no, that no, Sonya yeah. Blade. Not that one. Yeah. Not that one. Not the girl from Under Siege 2. No. <laughs> she's not, not that one. Did you know that's that That's not they... her either. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's Catherine Heidel. Yeah, that's they Catherine Heidel. They look alike. Whatever. They look alike. Yeah, they do look alike. <laughs> Introducing Catherine Same Heigl. Thing. Same thing. Did you know that they made Encino Woman? I did know that. Because I didn't. I did know that. Did you watch it? Of course not. Do you want me to read you the synopsis? I don't synopsis? think anyone's ever really watched it. <laughs> Do you want me to read you the synopsis? Because I pulled it. Go ahead. Encino woman, after thawing a young prehistoric woman, Lucy, gets herself taken care of by David, a young intern at a marketing firm. That's not even, not even English. No. Working on a campaign ad for a cosmetics company, David becomes Mr. Big Shot when his protege is chosen to be the model spokeswoman for her animal personality. Of course she has an animal personality. This sounds like a terrible movie. So it was probably direct to VHS or like a USA movie or something, I'm assuming. I'm surprised they didn't try to make a sequel to this. Yeah. Like a direct sequel. Oh, I mean, again, the, the, the podcast cast host that I am, I did a little digging. You did, okay. Pauly Shore, as of 2014, was in talks with his management team to resurrect Encino Man, to make Encino Man 2. So would Brendan Fraser share, uh, star in this? Well, I probably would have liked to. But I mean, Paulie Shore would have liked him too. Yeah, right. But obviously, he didn't go anywhere. So. Well, isn't isn't Brendan Fraser like? There's like a thing now. It's like he's missing on the internet or some stupid thing. It's like an internet meme where it's like, get Brendan Fraser work. He doesn't have any work because he hasn't done anything since like I think the Mummy Returns or something. You know what? Some guys are just rich and they don't want to work anymore. He doesn't need to do anything. You know, it's funny. I was unrelated, but totally related. I was just thinking about Jim Carrey. Yeah, and because um, I saw this thing the about painting, where right? Jim Carrey's painting, right? So I maybe like, what's Jim Carrey up to? Why come he doesn't act anymore? And you know why he doesn't act anymore? I don't know this, but I know why. Because he's super fucking rich. Yeah. And he doesn't <laughs> he have is. to. He doesn't have he to. He doesn't have to. He'd rather paint. <laughs> yeah. He gets his his artistic, I guess, you know, freedom from that. If you have like $200 million in the bank, would you want to go to work the next day? Or would you <laughs> no. rather just paint? I think I'd rather just paint. Yeah. He ran out of space in his house. Yeah. That was a great video, by the way. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So before we get out of here... We didn't really get an email, but there was a Facebook thread that we had going. Definitely leave us comments on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the last row pod. I want to give a special shout out to Brian because he had a great idea for us. When we hit this 50th, 50th iTunes review, which we got another one. He says, in honor of your 50th iTunes review, you guys got to do a Van Damme movie, perhaps Time Cop, and then attempt to do the splits on the countertop like he does. <laughs> and I think it's a great idea. It's pretty, it's pretty dangerous. I'll probably absolutely tear my groin. That's pretty dangerous. That's an advanced move. But you know the countertop of my house, you could kind of do that. It's, it's the like, same. It's the distance. It's, it's a good the distance. back. If you think about it, like with uh, with balance, you would try to do it. If you don't know how to do it, you try to do it. And then you just tip tip sideways over <laughs> and then you just break your neck. See, I feel like my legs would just go completely up. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. completely up. Like they would snap up yeah. and I would rip everything in yeah. my legs rip, and rip muscle. Rip and break everything. And and we do it all for you. We got a new iTunes review, too, so we are at, I believe, like 48 or something. What, whatever it's, it's it is. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. Classic. Five stars from Stephen C. Gull. It's a classic name. No relation. It's a cl- <laughs> no relation. 
Quality podcast with excellent banter, hypotheticals, and fun facts. Great pokes at synopsis, taglines, and viewer reviews. Favorite episode was the nostalgia episode. I guess our on-demand episode where we talked about our five, yeah, top, top five, five nostalgia. nostalgia. Awesome. So let me right back to the era. For the 30-ish crowd, this is in your wheelhouse. But don't pigeonhole us here, Steven Seagal. <laughs> the kids love us, too. The kids. Right? Yeah. They probably don't love With us. With all the dicks we said today. Yeah. They don't love us. So many know, words. The kids don't know who Pauly Shore is. Yeah. <laughs> That lame guy. By the end of the podcast, they have exhausted every nook and cranny of the movie. Thanks for the entertainment. You two characters are going to Top Gun. Which might be a future movie for us here. Might be a future movie for us. We are so close to that that split. I don't want to get there, actually. I'm just going to start deleting a bunch of reviews. You know what I'm close to, Drew? What's that? Close to bed. It's like 3 a.m. right now. It's like 7 a.m. the next morning. If you want to leave us... Talking about Caveman and Pauly Shore for six hours. If you want to leave us a five-star review, head out to Apple Podcasts. Search for The Last Row Podcast. There's a link on our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. Leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on the air. Thanks to everybody that took the time to leave us one. Just mentioned our website. We're on Twitter at the Last Row Pod, Facebook.com slash the Last Row Pod. We are also on Instagram. We've been tri- posting stuff to our story. We've been posting some of the movies that we're going to do. We're trying to get a lot more involved on Instagram, Instagram.com slash the Last Row Pod. And I think that about does it. We'll see you guys next time. Weez the juice. What do you, where did they come up with wheezing? Have you ever wheezed the juice? I've never wheezed the juice. That's disgusting. Have you ever tried to wheeze the, try wheeze the juice? What about if it was a Coke slush, like after it gets like really good, you know, where it's like on the borderline of like absolutely frozen? Yeah, but what if someone before you just wheezed the juice? And I guess you're wheezing their juice.